0: You want to come with me and Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. The Atlanta Falcons. Did you hear something? No. Hmm. Did I? I don't know. Seems like Simpsons time comes earlier and earlier every show. Hey, the Super Bowl's coming up. Something that doesn't interest me very much, but which I might still observe because it's one of those holidays where you eat and cook. That's neither here nor there. The Super Bowl episode of The Simpsons took place in Season 10, and it aired in January 1999, after the Super Bowl had already happened that year. This was episode number 215, Sunday Cruddy Sunday, which is a bit of an anomaly because it was written by committee four writers just sort of put their heads together and banged out the script between the four of them. Those four writers were Tom Martin, George Meyer, Mike Scully, and Brian Scully, who is Mike Scully's brother and also writer on The Simpsons. As a result, this show has quite a disjointed feel, I would say. Um... It's exemplary of the tendency in mid-period Simpsons to go off on tangents and uh, to have many different threads running in the same show, which many Simpsons fans frown upon. For my part, I will say I like, uh, I was going to say I love, (laughs) I like this episode up until everyone gets to Miami in the bus. Um, at that point is where it becomes way too clogged with celebrity voices and, um, Celebrities just thrown in there for the sake of having a voice on the show. Although it is kind of great to hear Rupert Murdoch himself speak the line, I'm Rupert Murdoch, the billionaire tyrant. (laughs) Once Homer and all of his friends have invaded Murdoch's skybox to watch the game. Anyway, the plot of this show is that Homer befriends uh, a travel agent named Wally Cogan. The character is named after two former Simpsons writers, Jay Cogan and Wally Walidarsky, who were absolutely instrumental in shaping the earlier shows. And, you know, the whole tone of The Simpsons back in the early seasons. Uh, And this guy, who's a stand-up guy, voiced by Fred Willard, who I love, and who I think is very funny in this, offers Homer a package trip to the Super Bowl in Miami if he can convene a group of his friends, and uh, he does, it's all guys. Lenny and Carl and Mo and Krusty and Dr. Hibbert and all of the funniest guys, males in the Simpsons slash Springfield universe. They get to the Super Bowl and they find out that their tickets are fake. And so they become disorderly and are eventually thrown into Super Bowl jail. You know, the uh, detention cell for wrongdoers at the Super Bowl. All of them are in there together. Another celebrity, Dolly Parton, bails them out because she and Wally Cogan are old friends. Turns out he organizes package tours to Dollywood and Euro Dollywood, which is in Alabama. And so she does the favor to him by using her industrial-strength makeup remover to break the lock of the cell and then Everyone pours out, and that's when they eventually find Rupert Murdoch's skybox and incur the wrath of Rupert Murdoch himself after he lands with a helicopter onto the roof of it. And that is not all that happens. This is a very, very action-packed show, and it's impressive If for no other reason that they were able to cram so many different celebrity appearances and voices into one show. Um, And this is a show that doesn't even really pick up its main story until very late in the show. Act one is devoted to a trip to the post office that Bart takes. Where he's allowed to help himself to a dead letter which turns out to be a coupon book that he gives to Homer. This is my favorite part of the episode. Uh, The post office stuff is funny, and Homer using his coupon for a free tire rotation at this tire place that turns out to be Crooked, and that's where he meets Wally. I love all that stuff. There is A scene where Homer is very bored in the waiting room of this, you know, sort of Jiffy Lube type place. And he's listening to Spanish Flea by Herb Alpert in the Tijuana Brass uh, for what seems like a long time. And then at the end, there's a callback to that. They roll the credits over that very thing. You know, they just play Spanish Flea again and Homer is sitting there and it is extremely boring in a funny way. But listen to all of the voices that they had. They had Fred Willard, the main celebrity voice, who was very good. Uh, Troy Aikman was in it, Rosie Greer, John Madden, Dan Marino, Rupert Murdoch, Dolly Parton, and Pat Summerall. There's a little bit at the very end when John Madden and Pat Summerall who were the football commentators at the time do a whole post game analysis of the episode which is extremely meta in you know also indicative of mid period simpsons like being very self conscious by the, by this time there's also a beef story that doesn't crop up until quite late in the episode where While Homer is away, and Bart is there too, um, Marge and Lisa do this craft kit, this Vincent Price's egg magic, and that features a very funny performance by Dan Castellaneta as Vincent Price, uh, whose voice is on the phone when they have to call the company because there's a missing part of this extremely dull, rainy day craft kit that they're doing. <laughs> if you are calling about the missing feet, you know. Uh, it's, it's a really bizarre episode. It is not one of my favorite episodes, but as usually happens, you know, when I start to study these and listen to the, audio commentary on the DVDs and stuff, it has grown on me. Um, just because it's just, it's just so weird. A gag that I think everyone likes is um, when everyone at Mo's puts a glass in front of his mouth when he says the name of the teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl. They did that because they didn't know who was going to be in the Super Bowl. They were, you know, they had to turn in the show way too early to know that yet. Um, And so they thought that they would have fun with it, you know, by having Homer and Wally and all the rest of them. Uh, I think it's Homer, Wally and Moe who each in turn hold a mug up to their face and they go, I hear the Atlanta Falcons are on fire, you know. Um, And they actually changed that once for syndication for uh, the next two teams that were in the Super Bowl. And I like that it's the same glass that they pass around to each other. (laughs) I think that makes it extra lame in a funny way. Really, the... I don't want to say best, but, like, the most amazing thing in this episode comes at the very beginning when they're in the post office and Bart, you know, is being an asshole and he says to, you know, this kindly post office worker, uh, do you ever go on killing sprees? And the guy is like, ha, 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 no, gone are the days, you know, when disgruntled postal workers pick up a gun and start shooting everybody that's a thing of the past da 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 um, and there's a beat and Skinner like puts his arm around the, the guy and around Bart and he says I'm just glad I, I work in an elementary school <laughs> whoa that's the noise that I actually made uh, when I first saw that over the summer after years of not having seen it. Um, This was written and the show was actually aired a few months before Columbine happened or I am absolutely sure that they wouldn't have made that joke. Uh, But as it stands, it's kind of like amazing that it's even allowed to still be there. I'm just glad I work in an elementary school So yeah, several funny things, and even shocking things. (laughs) Hope everyone's Super Bowl is nice and fun, and that you win money if you bet on the game. Don't gamble though, because it's not a good idea. I hope you have a lot of pigs and blankets. And you make up with all of your billionaire tyrant friends. This has been Simpsons Time. Thank you for listening to Simpsons Time. And we'd like to close with a tune I hope you're familiar with. It's entitled Spanish Flea. Thanks for listening to The Devigulator. My name is Amanda Nazario, and I will see you next week. Does that happen to you ever uh, with Simpsons episodes? You think of one as not being very good, and then the more you watch it, the more you realize uh, it is redeeming, or has redeeming qualities, at least. That definitely happened to me with this particular one. As I said, listen there is a facebook group for nazario scenario and uh under that umbrella is simpsons time through the debigulator as well uh facebook.com slash nazario scenario is where you go thank you for listening talk to you next time